How are we going, mates? Welcome back to another episode of The Top Step. It's Ryan Roland-Smith. I'm about to be joined by my mate, former MLB All-Star Grant Balfour. If you're new to the show, we do a Mar Mariners episode every Monday where I break down, I do deep dives into some of the Mariner players, my opinions, stuff I don't talk about on the radio or TV necessarily. I do breakdowns. Uh, I explain things to everyone. I take questions for Mariner stuff on Thursday. Uh, that's when Grant joins me and we have some good laughs. We talk about all the news around baseball. That's exactly what we're going to do today. I know it's Friday. I get it. We we're just a little bit late to this week. We had a lot going on. So we're going to talk a lot about what's happening around baseball. Uh, and we're also going to talk about Tina Turner, who passed away just recently. The impact she had on Grant and myself in the early 90s and all Australians. You don't want to miss it. It's 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 funny in a good way. I'm not saying it's funny she passed away. I'm saying it's funny because it brings back so many childhood memories. Old Tina Turner back in Australia. She was an icon down there. I'll explain exactly why at the end of the show. Before we get into it, guys, make sure you go subscribe. We have some new listeners. Everyone's reached out and said they've just learned about the show. Welcome. Um, it's great to have you. We have a lot of fun on this show. We answer questions and, and uh, everything else. So welcome, guys. Make sure you go do subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Go leave us a review. Uh, tell your mates, spread the word. We've got a fun show. And uh, yeah, let's get right into it. Grant Balfour joins me right here on the top step. No matter what happens, Ryan Roland Smith has something to tell his grandkids right here. The breaking ball, he struck him out. Yeah, that will be a story for the rest of his life <laughs> as he strikes out Ken Griffey Jr. This is Grant Balfour being Grant Balfour. Yeah. He, he is, as you mentioned, Jim, he's amped up. He talks a lot. In fact, he has the demeanor of a guy that wants to fight you. You'll never say that I'm not killing them. Kill, kill, killing them. Killing them. Kill, kill, killing them. Balfour, mate, we are back. What's happening? Yeah, mate, how are you? Good to yeah, see you. Wearing the yeah. uh, wearing the wearing the top step uh, t shirt, mate. Which I I love to see the colours. You know, right. look at it, look at that. Right, we need the, the we fresh need fresh cuts too on the uh, on the leader. Saw you on the intentional talk the other day with the fresh cut. Looking, <laughs> looking good, buddy. Just just looking for that show, that's, mate. that's your summer cut. I know how you roll. You go winter and then you go into your summer cut. Yeah, mate. I'm gonna keep it keep it. Thomas here. I I usually go a little shorter, like as short as you do on the sides. Yeah. But, um. But my boss doesn't like it, so I have. This is as short as I can go. Now, if you're watching, if you're oh. watching Spotify, you can or listen on Spotify. You can flick it up, check out the hair. You can, you can rank the hair. By the way, he's got the better hair. Grant's got. By the way, Grant, you cut your hair every week, I believe. Uh cut me own, but yeah, it looks like <laughs> it too. Have a go at it. <laughs> like well, head like a yeah. robber's dog, mate. <laughs> we're trying. To, we're, we're dropping hints here for a sponsorship, but we'll keep that in, uh, for a couple of weeks, I reckon. Um, but. The uh, mate, you got a head on you like a robber's dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. good old Aussie saying, eh? That's going to be the Aussie word of the day. All right, Aussie word of the day. You got he's got a head on him like a robber's dog, or she's got a head on him like a robber's dog. <laughs> 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 oh, it's so, oh, oh, it's so good thing. You don't want to, oh, mate. So, uh, all right, we're speaking of the word of the day. Was that something dropped? Pretty commonly, right? It's that's pretty common. The old robber's dog. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, to a point, you know, and then you got to obviously on the on the lay low, on the hush, <laughs> not too loud, not too loud, but yeah. There's there's the other one. Oh, I head on like a drop fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, oh. the things you say when you're younger, you know. You I know, mate. Well, hey, let's get a bit these days, I suppose. 
Is that what you say? Shake your head a bit these days, I oh, suppose. Yeah. It's some of the things, but yeah. yes, some of the stuff might be inappropriate. I don't know about our, I don't know about our listeners. I think our listeners can handle it, but um, some of the yeah. stuff can be, you know, for these these young kids these days. I will say this, man. We've got a lot to get to, and some sad news as well. Speaking of the head, um, head like a robber's dog, someone who doesn't have a head like a robber's dog, Tina Turner, and I do want to get into why Tina Turner is such an icon in Australia. Believe it or not, for all you American listeners listening, wait till you hear this. Wait till you hear what we've got for you a little bit later on in the show. But before we get to all that, make sure you go subscribe. Grant and I have got some good stuff coming up uh, in the next couple of weeks. And as the summer rolls on, we're going to have some good guests and everything else. So make sure you subscribe if you're brand new to the show. If you're listening to Grant on the radio, on terrestrial traditional radio the other day, making his 710 or Seattle Sports <laughs> debut, Mate, that was that was yeah. epic. He joined. I filled in co-hosting. I, I sometimes fill in and do the co-hosting with Bob Stelton or, or Dave Wyman. And and uh, mate, the, by the way, that wasn't me. And I want to say this to all the listeners too. That wasn't me like pushing for you to come on the show. Mike, yeah. the producer, I love Mike. He's the man. He's like, hey man, we're going to have Grant on the show, and we're playing the A's right now because we're playing the A's. Yeah, we're going to have him talk about tell some tell some give us some A's stuff. So. Dude, that, yeah. that that was that was good, man. It got a lot, of, a lot of good feedback, a lot of texters who were texting in um, during the show. They're loving it. The story you told, mate, the one story I was dying, I was was not expecting that was the the, the, the jacuzzi story with uh, Rolly Fingers. Yeah. What did you say the other day. <laughs> oh, mate. Well, you know, he, he was kind of talking about you know the stadium and the. The fact that the situation there and, you know, that's obviously not one of the greatest stadiums, obviously going around as far as the facilities and whatnot for the players, you know, the clubhouse and everything like that. And yeah, it, it's it's very much lacking for the fans. It's, it's not updated like some of these newer stadiums, you know, that we've got around the fields these days. Um, but uh, I did kind of say, well, you know, not everyone gets to sit in a, in a jacuzzi like... <laughs> Uh, Rolly Fingers sat in pregame, so I was very lucky and blessed to do that. I guess <laughs> I love it. the first thing. I, the first thing I thought of was because, like, I remember someone was saying, "Oh, you know, like old Yankee Stadium, yeah, Monument Park," and like talking about, "Oh yeah, Babe Ruth, this and Babe Ruth that." And, yeah. and now I'm thinking about that jacuzzi, and you you picture one of those ones like a major league, you know, like the the um like the looks like a metal drum, like friggin' oh yeah, it's a steel steel. Still, um, yeah, basically like a an oval right. oval shaped, and yeah, right. mate, I'd I'd hot tub it and cold tub it side by side. I swear they were there; they've been there since day one. I feel like you know those things. <laughs> but when you play there, man, like it wasn't like because the A's when you play there, the A's were really good, and they've been yeah. good. Like, I think they made the playoffs eleven in the last twenty years. We've talked about this a bunch. I don't want to stay on the A's here, but yeah, when you played there, there was like all kinds of like. The Oakland A's play this style of baseball and they're friggin' good. And yeah, the stadium sucks, but it doesn't matter. You're going to walk into a really hostile environment. It's tough to play at and you're going to get your ass kicked. Now there's just yeah. like, well, friggin', I feel bad for them, dude. It's like they're the, like, the laughing stock now. It's a joke. It's crazy. And there's no end yeah. in sight, you know? No, I mean, well, I guess the only end in sight is they move out to Vegas and yeah, in three and, years, and, they'll have that stadium. And, you know? And I'll have a new stadium and, and, and you know, you would hope that there's money being spent and, and things turn around. But I do, like I said on the radio the other night, for anyone that didn't get a chance to listen, I did say that I do feel for the fans out there. Like I said, if, if I was being called up 
And there was 1,500 fans in the stand. And I'm not blaming the fans for not going now. I, I totally get it. I totally understand. But the fact that that's what there is, you got some guy making his major league debut. He's probably throwing in front of more people in double A. I know. It's, it's just, it's just for him, it stinks. For the fans, I get it and I understand it and I understand why they're not going. Um, I'd be frustrated myself. You know, there's a situation here with the Rays where were they going to move? Are they going to move? Looks like hopefully they're going to stay here and build here, which I'm really happy to hear because I'd love to be able to go down to the ballpark, just drive half an hour and there you are. For For those fans now in Oakland, they're not going to have that opportunity. So I really feel for them. Uh, I want to reach out to say thanks to all the fans again. All the people that showed up, I couldn't have done, couldn't have pitched the way I did uh, in an empty stadium, put it that way. And I right. uh, just want to appreciate everyone there for that. Yeah, no, um, no, it, it was fun. And it was, it was fun talking about, um, yeah, some of the stuff we talk about on the show. So it was good. And uh, we do have some new listeners. A lot of people texting and said, oh, I'm, I'm definitely tuning into the show. So welcome everyone to the show. Um, this is kind of the episode. I know I do do like a Mariner centric show on a Monday, but this is a, lot, a little bit more where we dive around the league a little bit. What's going on from a player's point of view and tell some stories and whatnot. Talk about some educate you on how we do things as Australians, especially with the word of the day and some other stuff that we're going to talk about in a second, which I shouldn't laugh because it's sad. <laughs> Tina Turner news, but man, it brings back some frigging memories, dude. Oh my God. You talked about by the way, that I did that intentional talk with um, Malar and, and Dempster the other day, and we're having a good laugh, right, messing around. But right before I got yeah. on, I didn't have the news, the Tina Turner news. I had no idea. So I get on, and I put my little you know, earpiece in. I can hear him, and, and um, I could hear a song playing. And I'm like, I, I couldn't recognize him because like, it's, it's, sometimes it's a bit scratchy, you know, like when you, know, when you jump on and you can – there's the delay when you're trying to talk to him or whatever. So it's one of yeah. those. And then Malar's like – just give me a moment. Just give me a moment, mate. Like this, he's like, um, just listening to to Tina. I just got to listen to Tina. Just like he was. I think he thought yeah. oh, I knew the news, and yeah. I put two and two together. And he goes, "Yeah, she passed away." Today. I was like, "Oh yeah." And straight away, I was like, "Oh, yeah." I could totally bring up the uh, the Aussie ad campaign in Australia. I'm giving this away too fast, but I'm like, they're not going to know what I'm talking about. Like talking about yeah. like. Andrew Eddinghausen in Speedos or whatever, but we'll get to that in a second. All right. Before we do, mate, speaking of fans and, and you know, some 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 stuff on the field, dude, Marcus Stroman the other day. Now, if you haven't seen this, he was going nuts towards the Mets dugout, right? Now, yeah. Marcus Stroman, yeah, a lot of carry on, okay? Like, he's very emotional. I don't mind it. If you can back it up and, and you're good on the field, have at it, right? But yeah. did you see that clip of him, like, gesturing towards the Mets dugout? Yeah, I saw him get fired up in the moment there. And, you know, I, I, I really don't know what was said or or if there's any lip readers out there or if they, they ended up seeing an interview on it. If you uh, have some info on that or not, I don't know. But uh, he definitely was fired up. Obviously, we all know the Mets was the team that signed him to, you know, signed him to a contract. He went there and, you know, um, I don't know how he left, how the terms were. But uh, he obviously looked like he was fired up to go out and beat him and, and and he did. He, he pitched a good game, and uh, he kind of looked like he had a few words for their um, for their bench. I'm looking up. Was there any – did he explain himself after the game? Um, I'm trying to look it up. I'm pretty oh, – probably – I'm sure someone asked him. Because, dude, Strowman on social media is, like, frigging all over the place, man. He doesn't miss a beat. Like, 
You remember last in the winter, Anthony? Well, hopefully he's listening to our show. Maybe you could call in when we get the one eight hundred oh. call in number, and we'll, we'll get him on, and we'll find out for sure, mate. I would love it, mate. Horses, I would absolutely love it. Mouth. Yeah, I'd love it. Um, you know, do you remember? Like, I don't know how he catches on to some some of this stuff, but he always seems to chime in on like different things on social media. Like, do you remember in the yeah. off season? I think it was around Christmas, maybe probably around Christmas when. Um, Remember the name Anthony Recker? He's actually yeah, I know Anthony Recker. Yeah, he's with the Mets. He's the yeah. He was yeah. a bit. He was like a up and down. Didn't have a whole lot of service time. Like I would say, service time wise, probably probably around a year of service time. But he was up and down for a few for a, you know. Say I think he does some stuff on SNY, but he, he's on an MLB Network. Yeah, he does. He made some comments about Alec Manoa um, about his yeah. weight or hit the gym or something like that. Dude, right. Strowman parachuted straight into that conversation and just started ripping him on on social media. And then really? Recker apologized to Manoa. He said, "Oh, you know, I was out of place. I shouldn't have said this and that." You know? Yeah, and- I mean, that's probably not the place to be. I know Anthony, and it's probably not the place to go with someone's we talk about someone's body or weight or anything like that. Right? Yeah. So, and I get it, man. Recker is in good shape. Like you see the dude; he's like you know, big time. Like he he hits the gym, what have you, whatever. But you got yeah. Alec Manoa, who, by the way, is struggling this year. But he's having a just yeah. a, he's a stud, man. Like he's really freaking good, and he's yeah. making these comments. And straight away, man, Strowman just goes straight for the throat about Wrecker's career and all this. So he's very look. He's very outspoken, very emotional. I I have no yeah. problem with that whatsoever. But I'm just looking at this. I'm trying to figure out like with the um his career. Like he's only with the Mets for a year, right? Yeah. And I don't know, I'm trying to figure out if and someone can help me out here because I'm 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 not a big, you know, when it comes to where is it 2021? He's with the Mets. He had a three ERA, one 180, 180 innings, put up really freaking good numbers. Right? Yeah, yeah. And then after that, I'm looking at this, hon, Stroman contract. I mean, he sorted himself out for a good deal with the. <laughs> What's he blowing up? I want to know what he's blowing up at. Um, with the. Uh, if someone said something maybe during the game or what have you, where, where are we at here? Yes, they signed a three-year, $71 million deal with the, the – uh, With the Cubs. Right. With the Cubbies, so yeah. If you look at after, this – After previously being with the Mets. Right. And he signed yeah. – yeah, here we go. I'm looking – oh, okay, never mind. He was with – just trying to see here how this works. He he made 20 – he made $19 million with the Mets in, in – uh, in 2021 2022 he made let's have a look here i'm just trying to see i'm trying to get to the bottom of this while we're talking here trying to figure this out but anyway the player he the play there's a anonymous player which i find by the way if you are going to come up come out and say some stuff about marcus (laughs) roman are you going to be anonymous like you know anonymous player said oh look hey you know cut basically cut it out mate it's not it's it's there's more going on here than just you right yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard something about that. Yeah, but do you come out like you, if if it's Grant Balfour, right? Let's say you have a problem with 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 a player, or or a, the, the way a player is acting. Do you yeah. just do you put your name to the quote, or do you come out anonymous? What do you do? No, I mean, it, I mean, I don't. You, you got to come out with a name and say, hey, if you got if you're actually going to do it, you got to come out with the name. Otherwise, yeah. just be quiet and just let it go. But if you're going to come out as anonymous and, and and you got an issue with it, then you know I don't understand. I mean, 
Yeah, you, you, you want everyone to know, but you just don't want anyone to know that it was you or the one that did it, come out and said anything, had a problem. I mean... I'm just thinking, like... Oh, there's, there's so many things in this game now. I mean, I mean, I'm looking at, you know, like, just an issue down here with the Rosarino, the way he crossed his arms. You know, I think uh, New York, oh, yeah. they, they talk about New York Yankees. Now, they don't, they, have a, they don't have a liking to it. So, he was drilled in one of the games. They think it's because he does that too much or whatever. But, you know, like they said, the new logo is, you know, let the boys play, let them have fun, right? So there's a lot of things that have changed in this game, a lot of things that are getting thrown around, hitters, flipping bats and whatnot. So, I mean, if a pitcher on the mound wants to, you know, kind of throw back a little bit, <clears throat> I yeah. guess, hey, are there any consequences to it? Yeah, you're going to get people that don't like it. You're going to get people that do like it. I mean... It might have been something in the heat of the moment. <clears throat> I don't really know, but uh, yeah. he's passionate. He's fired up. He kind of he kind of gave it to him a bit. So I did find, by the way, I did find a response from um, Marcus Stroman. Yeah. <laughs> it says, responding, it's not him, right? I'm going to give you his quote in a second, but responding to the anonymous New York Met, he writes on Twitter. Now, I love this, how Twitter is like now that place where you go. It's like a know, boxing ring, mate. Oh, absolutely like a boxing ring and when you walk out with no black eyes <laughs> I, I, I agree i 100 agree he wrote stroman writes whoever it was is a softy laugh laugh out loud that's what he said yeah like, well there you go so i don't know it's just funny man i'm just thinking if i'm a player like just what, what are you scared of stroman just say dude like make that comment you didn't say anything bad why would you stay anonymous because just so yeah. people know, right, when when a reporter comes up to you, they come up, and obviously in New York, it's a little bit different to what I've experienced in Seattle. Seattle's way <clears throat> way easier going than, than New York, right? Yeah. And the A reporter comes up, and Grant, you can, obviously, you've been in these situations way more than me. A reporter comes up and says, hey, um, oh, hey, yeah, Stroman was, was pretty animated towards the dugout. You know, and you can make a comment and a couple of things happen. Number one, you can say right away, say, hey, listen, I'll, I'll give you some comments, but just keep me anonymous off the bat. Or you yeah. be a little bit emotional say, oh, you know, like, you know, cut, cut it out, cut it out, whatever he said. Um, yeah. You know, show some respect. That's what he said. Show some respect. And then afterwards, he probably said, oh, hey, you keep me anonymous, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you like, uh, you know. better, man, Unless like a, a teammate or someone said, "Hey, just don't even bother, don't re don't react, whatever." He's a clown. They think he's a clown, whatever. But at least just say, "Yeah, man." Like you know, if it says if it says Grant Balfour says, "Blah blah 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 blah." Yeah, there's way more respect in that. And what's Strowman going to do? The dude's like five foot five. You know, like what's he going to do? Yeah. Blow up on social media? Who cares? Uh, I mean, yeah, this. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It's just being a back and forward. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly, and, uh, and that's that's basically all it is. But um, yeah. now boys will be boys, mate. You know, <laughs> yeah. But get off Twitter. That's what I'm saying. Get off, like, yeah, no. get get out uh, of like, like if you. And not saying you have to go just headbutt each other on 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 the on the field, but like yeah. if you can make a comment, just just own it. I don't know. Like yeah, it's just it. yeah, you got to own it. You yeah. definitely got to own it for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, whatever. Um, I just it's just funny, mate. Like. All right, dude. Uh, tell me this: your favorite team, the Baltimore Orioles, right? Now they're, oh, yeah. they're, they're battling your Rays over there. What, what? Why are they so good, man? What? What are the Orioles doing? What? What is it? They got some young players who are like you know who are panning out. But what? What is it in when you're looking at what they're doing? 
What do you got? Yeah. Well, mate, yeah. I, you know, I'm watching majority Rays games, right? So I've only sort of watched a few of their yeah. games whenever they played the Rays. Me too. And honestly, they um, the Rays walked Me into Camden Yards, and um, you know they 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 had a hard time there. They uh, the Orioles took two out of three against them, I believe, or something like that. And um, yeah, then they went on to New York and didn't have a great road trip, whatever that road trip. But um, the Orioles, mate, they, you know, I mean, they've had some really tough years for a long time. You know, we all know that. So what happens when? You know, you're finishing last place here. You're getting first round pick after first round pick after first round <laughs> pick. Yeah. And as we all know, the reason for that is to build that club up, build that organization, and, and start to get them on the map again. And and now is the time. We've seen it the last year, stored a little bit. This year they've they're really taken off. And I mean, they are a good solid team. They've got plenty of dynamics as, as far as their team goes. The pitching, the starting pitching's been great. We've got guys in the bullpen that are just locking down the bullpen, shutting down games when it comes to it. Those one, yeah. two, three run games that you get beat at, and you look back because at the end of the year you look at it, and you think one, two run games. Ah, oh, we blew it and we lost it, and we blew ten or fifteen of those. That's the difference between you with ninety wins and you know with seventy five wins. You know what I mean? And, and not making oh, yeah. it to the playoffs. So their bullpen's been sold, and you got Rushman behind the plate. That guy is way playing way above his age. That guy's a stud. Oh, yeah. And he's going to be. Dude, people rave about that guy, man. Like, even other um, catches that come around, like, you know, ex catches, like, dude, have you seen Adley? Like, you've seen how he just takes command. Have you, you know, obviously, offense, he's an offensive player, but like the way, yeah. what he does behind the dish, man, like you said. Hundred percent. It's like he, he honestly reminds me of uh, like a Joe Mauer back when I was signing oh, yeah. with the Twins. Joe Mauer was like, "This guy is a complete player. It's not just we've got a catcher. Now this guy can hit, and right. this guy is MVB caliber kind of guy. That's why he's the first pick overall. You know, yeah. it's not you know we've got a great catcher coming or or whatnot. It's it's the whole package, and they've got that with him, and he sits back there. And um and really I think directs play and he's a huge part of that. Uh, don't get me wrong, there's a ton of other players on that team that are doing it. Mullins, you know, they're, they're outfielder there, leading off the innings and leading the way, paving the way for him. The guy's got speed, he's got pop, um, yeah, and right through the lineup, they're pretty solid. So uh, they've they've been fun to watch. And and as good as the Rays are, I told you that before we came on the show, the Rays are are out there with record breaking wins. And the Orioles, they're only three and a half games behind them. I mean, they're just not going away. That's crazy. And I guess, too, you mentioned the fact that they get, like, first first round pick, high pick, high pick, high pick, whatever, years and years. But now, all of a sudden, you know, some of these guys are starting to kind of pay off a little bit. It's it's, it's nothing worse, man, when you see these, like, high round picks and they just do absolutely nothing or they go to this shitty – culture of a team you talked about the raise culture a couple of days ago when you jumped on us with the radio on the radio and if you have a situation where you don't have that man these these kids come up and they just turn into absolute piles as soon as they get there because they're around guys who just have have not set any kind of standard culture wise or anything like that i will say this too you mentioned you watch the games at baltimore like it's amazing how fast they pack that place out when the team's yeah. just an like just a inkling of being good, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh man, they, you know, there's a lot of history there. I mean, hell yeah, 
ton of history in that place. And, and you know, there's, there's been a lot of changes to the outfield there, to the dimensions of the field. They've kind of changed it up a little bit. Um, don't get me wrong. Even I think we mentioned this before. Aaron Judge was like, well, I didn't really like the fact that they moved the fence back at Camden because, you know, that guy's hitting bombs. Obviously, the home runs he's hitting are probably, you know, 20, 30, 40, 100 feet beyond those fences anyways. It doesn't probably matter. But, um, yeah, they've made some changes. But in saying that, they're still winning ball games at home. And it, obviously, they're playing more games there than anyone else. So, um, you know, they've found a way to win games there. And uh, like you said, the fans are coming out. And they're coming out in droves and and they're loving it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm all for it. I will say this. So the Orioles, like some of the numbers, first of all, they're sixth in, in home runs this year. They're sixth in average. Uh, they are, excuse me, they are, yeah, sixth in batting average. On base percentage, they're fifth in on base percentage. Slugging, they are fifth. Offensively, they're just, they're killing it. OPS, they are fourth. So they're up there, man, offensively in the, um, and, and that's in the, that is in the American League I'm talking about. So they're up there. They're, they're, they're top third in, in all those categories. I don't know about the pitching. I just haven't even paid. Really- uh, the, the pitching's been good. The pitching's been very yeah. solid. I mean, the, you don't you don't win that many games with just offense. Yeah, that's um, true. You know, they have the pitching. They have the defense. Uh, they're a solid team right now. They're second best team in baseball right behind the Rays. And um, they're doing it all right. They're playing the right way. I mean, I did see a little thing the other day, and it just stuck out to me. I had to take a screenshot of it. Um, out of out of division win percentage, so you got the American League East, one hundred and five and fifty four, a six sixty win percentage with American League East teams. Down from that, the next best is the NL West at eighty four and seventy nine at five fifteen, and to tail it all out is the AL Central. With 66 and 104, 388 win percentages. They got all these win wow. percentages here. Just to give you the AL West is 77 and 84. Obviously, 40 odd, 42 losses. Half of those losses come from the A's, which are really pulling that division down. So, so that's not, that's, saying, those metrics aren't real great. You're, you're saying, hold on a sec, you're saying um, this is wins of. Out, out of each division, these are the records. Gotcha. In the American gotcha. League East, for each team, these are the wins and losses, and these are, these are the percentages, and they're ranked. Gotcha, dude. I, I mean, so, there's yeah. a huge, there's a huge spread. Like I said, the AL West is kind of, it's not really fair to those those teams, Houston and Seattle and the Angels, when you've got, um, you know, eighty four losses, and forty two of those are coming from Oakland. Right, right. It doesn't really, doesn't really help you a lot there, but. Yeah, but if you look at there's another another number that I brought up the other day. If you look at w- wins and loss percentage of each division of outside of their division, like the yeah. AL East is insane. Like it's no, like it's friggin' crazy. And the AL West is so bad. So you take you obviously take the A's out of it. If that makes sense. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously yeah. the A's drag that down. But the thing is with the AL East, man, and you know better than anyone because you spent so much time out there. Is in your playing career, it, you've. The thing is, and and <clears throat> you've got the Orioles. And I'm talking about now. I'm not talking about back in the 90s. I want to talk about that in just a second. It's going to segue into our little uh, Tina Turner stuff we're about to talk about here and have a nice, good laugh in a good way. Yeah. The You've got the Yankees and the Red Sox, right, who yeah. are just big market teams. They can go out and spend whatever money they want. 
You've got the Rays who are just notoriously, and they'll admit, they're not going to spend money. The Orioles won't spend money, right? Mm -hmm. Such a contrast in a division, yet, and 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 then you've got the Blue Jays who are kind of in the middle, I guess. They'll spend some cash, but they can't keep up with the Yankees and the the Red Sox, right? Yeah. Even though the Red Sox have changed their philosophy, it doesn't matter. They're a big market team. I don't care. It's you have that division that it's ridiculous, man. Everyone's good, but the way they do it is so different. You don't just have these teams out there that they're all spending shitloads of money. That's why they're all good. No, no, no. You've got teams that are really freaking good that don't spend any money and really good who spend money. It's just it's crazy. Big contradiction on on what goes on in the league, right? Oh yeah, big time. And And I I want people to spend money, man. Like I want teams that I do too. I yeah. do too. Don't get me right. And, and, and you say, see so many t- clubs out there and you can't blame them. Try to mimic the Rays because yeah. I wouldn't, you? Yeah, right. Owners yeah. are out there saying, why can't we do this? You know? Right. But um, yeah. So it's very interesting and it's all part of the, the analytics and, and everything else that goes behind the scenes, the scouting. There's so many people that are involved in this that right. we don't see. On a on a Saturday night when the lights turn on, behind the scenes, so much that goes on to put this team on the field. And, and like we said, at the end of the day, it's got to be good chemistry too, right? Like you said, we, you've seen great players. You can't just always buy good teams. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. You played on teams in Salvi. Can't always just buy a team. You no. got to have that chemistry. There's got to be something else behind it. Yeah, and when I'm you telling do you, have that. Speaking special. of that, real quick, real quick on that, the Padres. Now, I haven't yeah. done too much into it, and I'm not saying any names or any – I'm not saying this is coming from any friends or anything like that. I'm not – I'm doing the old anonymous here. But Fernando Tatis in that clubhouse <clears throat> creates problems. And I'm saying that – I'm just saying that – I'm going to just make a big claim here that I see that. No one's no one's telling me this. Yeah, yeah. But, but – um. Dude, I just have that feeling like, and I'm not talking about the PDs. I'm talking about even before that. How the friggin' hell do you have that kind of team a couple of years ago just tank those last months of the season? There would be some yeah. big personalities over there and just an absolute shit show. The chemistry is huge. If you're yeah. going to bring all different people in at one time, as opposed to how the Rays do it, where they know each other, you mentioned the fact they come up from double A. You know how it is, dude, when you're in that locker room and you got your buddies around you. The comfort level when you're trying to go out and pitch and you got just a good group of dudes down in the bullpen, you're warming up to go into a game. You just feel good about going into pitch. It's so different. Put it this way. I've played under Bob Melvin. Bob Melvin's a great manager. He's been around a long time. And he's been managed some great teams, had some great records. This is his great career as a manager. He's great to play for. Yeah. Love playing for him. Wanted to go out there and play hard for him. And I'm in Oakland and we're spending how much money on a team? and go to the playoffs and win 90-plus games, uh, you just can't tell me it's not the manager down there. Right. So what is it, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Everyone's got to take their fault in the matter. But I, I just still can't understand it with the Padres. I, I'm scratching my head. You're spending all this money. You've got a beautiful stadium. You got what? – what is it that's the missing link down there? Or what is it that's not, you know – where, where are they, what are they missing? What are they missing, mate? Because yeah, that, it, you've got they've got everything. If you look at it on paper, you. they have everything. 
Dude, team chemistry, mate. Uh, anyone can speak of this if you've been in any kind of you know, club touch footy team or bloody, you know, big <laughs> softball team, whatever. When you're having fun with your mates, if you just roll yeah. into a team and you got a bunch of people that like, you know, signed up on a Facebook group, they've never met each other. Yeah, sure. I, again, I'm not knocking anyone that does that, right? Sure. If yeah. you need like a, a social group to make get some mates, fair enough. But when you're with your mates, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. you roll in and you're on a big league team, you're going to freaking slaughter people because you're having a blast. Time, yeah. and, and time that by when, when the pressure's on and you are playing at this level and you have got that good group of dudes that actually get along, fuck, man, it's so different. You know way better than me because I was playing with a bunch of dudes who did not get along way more than I did with everyone got along, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. You know? All right, speaking of, speaking of the Orioles... Back in the 90s, we mentioned that earlier. Let's talk about some of the biggest ad campaigns in Australia and one involving Tina Turner. She passed away, what was this, on Tuesday? Yeah, I believe so. Was it Tuesday or Wednesday? I can't remember. All right, so Tina Turner passes away. Might have been Wednesday. It was Wednesday. And sad news. But, mate, I can't help but go back to my childhood. And I know you're in the same boat as me. We both grew up the same way. Yeah. Simply the best, the NRL, the National Rugby League, back in the day is the ARL, Australian Rugby League, yep. the campaign. Now, I'm going to put a link up, by the way. I'm going to put a link up. I'll put it up on social. I'll put it up at the bottom of this podcast, too, in the in the description. Go check out what Tina Turner did for the game of Rugby League. And what about, mate, I would watch that over and over. I mean, they that was how many years? Usually, like, an ad campaign comes out, and it's on for a few months. This was like a decade, I feel like. I feel like it was like five straight. No, she, she ended up signing a deal. She ended up loving it, signing a deal, and she ended up um, doing yeah, – they, they did. that's one of the songs that they made for the for sports was simply the best. There was, um, there was a few other songs, obviously, that she sung too. Um, but she, uh, she got up on top of the, uh, the Sydney Harbour Bridge, mate. She got up on top of the Sydney Harbour Bridge, which is – I'm telling you right now, that's up there. She had a little tied to the thing, dancing and singing up on top of that, free for all. Like she was not afraid. And um, she apparently fell in love with it, loved being over there. And uh, oh, mate, what she did for the game of rugby league was amazing. Like, just like you said, that I watch rugby league, you know, to this day, I'm there watching all the games. But going back and thinking in our childhood, watching the, the late 80s, early 90s, you know, it's just that's all you can think about is hearing that song. You're simply the best. And, oh, and you know, it was just it was huge. The video, like you're kidding. I mean, there was a okay, so it, it, to your point, like in 1993, I think like Jimmy Barnes jumped in, who's an Australian icon, jumped in and and and, and sung it with her or something like that. She was so into it. It's like, does she live here now? As a kid, I'm like, oh, is she Australian? <laughs> I had no idea yeah. because she was so invested in it, but like just the footage, mate, like the training clips, like the training montages, like, yeah, the, you yep. see a little bit of the dudes are doing like the sit-ups and like, you know, run along the beach and speedos, just jacked. As a kid, I'm like, oh, dad, can I get the dumbbells out and like start, you know, doing bicep curls? They, they said that went around the world. That ran around the world, that campaign. Mate, fired up. I'm telling you right now, that got me into training as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did. I mean, it was, it was epic, mate. It was absolute epic. And she oh, was... Yeah. She, she she was you know she was obviously fit um great sort in great shape herself yeah. and um yeah I mean it 
motivated a lot of people and, and brought a lot of fans to the game. And I mean, it, it was, it was one of the best things I think they did for footy for the, sure. The Mariners won on Wednesday and they played simply the best right of the game. And dude, I'm just thinking, mate, this feels like I'm at buddy marathon stadium. 1993 up on the hill with a giant knight's flag just going berserk or at Paris yeah. Stadium with me dad right i just it just took me back i'm like oh my god like it was so good mate like benny elias is on there like the close ups and by the way you got to think too like you're talking aussie blokes back in like the early 90s who would just be like i'm not doing this shit but these guys yeah. jumped in they're running along the beach you know like they're doing like the the whole thing like the big tackles a couple of head eyes too like if you watch the video oh. couple Illegal tackles in the clips. Mate, and it, wouldn't even, wouldn't even last with... five minutes on the field these days. Oh, I know, mate. They went Straight to the sim bin. But it's just epic. Like, and and um, and then like some of the ad campaigns back in the day, mate. It's so different now. I mean, now it's just yeah. like, fuck, like some of the bullshit you got to watch now. Back in the day, like you're talking, yeah, the twoies. I feel like a twoies. <laughs> go, hey, go, going back to Tina Turner. I remember this song. What you get is what you see. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's right. It is what you see. Wait, wait, wait. There's more to it. Remember that? That wasn't. But did the NRL did they tie that in? No. Was oh yeah, that, that was in. That was in. Oh, in. big time. Mate, she big had time. like the. It wasn't just the one, one and done. Like nah. the one. Oh no, nah. she she had many, many, many songs in there, mate. It was oh, beautiful, man, mate. Tina, that... what an Aussie icon. I guarantee, mate. They are mourning in Australia over Tina Turner right now. I guarantee it. Oh yeah. And they then, said, um, uh, blokes being mates, having a laugh during the week is what they said about NRL players back then. Blokes being mates, having a laugh during the week and taking each other's heads off on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> that was, uh, yeah, that was. I, I gotta say, I think, I think my dad too, like, I think when I was a kid, my dad's like, oh, yeah, I've met, I've met Tina Turner. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he did many times. Like she was like around para, huh? Been around power and manly and all that. And he would have been right in there in the mix, mate. hundred percent. I guarantee if I text him right now, I guarantee you. Oh, he'd have plenty like, of stories for you. Oh, hundred percent, mate. And <laughs> oh my God. Like, anyway. All right. So we're going to do the all in moment, by the way, all in moment. All right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Yeah, crack it open all in. Uh, if you go to drinkallin.com slash the top step, you get yourself a discount. Drink all in. It's just they've they've they're they're simply the best when you're talking about hitting right. the, beautiful the flavor. Yeah, I've got tropical, mate. Absolute tropical. Yeah, I'm going uh going a little apple today. I feel like Alfie Langer, who got who got invited to do the uh do the music video with Tina Turner because they couldn't get Andrew Eddinghausen, apparently. Isn't that what you told me? I oh, know Cliffy Lions. <laughs> <laughs> Cliffy Lions, mate. No, he couldn't get any Andrew Eddinghausen because they had a rain out in England. He was trying to get him back here or something. Or, oh, yeah, because he, 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 he was playing in England, wasn't he? Yeah, and um, for whatever it was, he was playing. It was a rep game or whatever the story was. Uh, but anyway, he, like, listen, I can't get Andrew Eddinghausen, but I can get two other blacks. And one of them was Cliffy Lyons. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I remember Cliffy. He had that big throw going and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I just great, remember mate. like one of, the, one of the great players of all time. So yeah, because because Benny Elias, or I remember him just being a grub back in the day, but then I just watched him yeah. doing a video on on whatever news channel back home, and he's all like he's buttoned up, he's got the suit on, and yeah. he's talking about filming the stuff with Tina Turner. He was all into it. He was like, it was so good. Cause I mean, you got to remember, mate, back in the early 90s, if you had any American icon like the queen of rock and roll, they called her, 
if yeah. you had come back to the Australia, you felt pretty, you pro- felt pretty privileged. You know, you're like, oh, this is big time. Yeah. And that's how he yeah. explained it. It was awesome. So anyway, all yeah. in moment, mate, Grant Balfour, I want you to give me the first time you ever saw Simply the Best, Tina Turner. What, what do you do? What do you think? Uh, mate, when I, when I think of Tina Turner and Simply the Best, all I can do is close my eyes and I think of a, a, just a grand final footy day. Like yeah. one of the greatest start. grand finals. And, and I obviously I got to go back to the Tigers, Balmain at the time, Balmain Tigers, Being playing honest. against Canterbury, playing against Canberra, some of those late 80s, early 90s. Didn't win, but uh, very close. <laughs> and um, just, mate, just epic times. And just here, I can hear that song playing right now, Simply oh, the yeah. Best. Tina Turner, just the, oh, place, the whole place is rocking. They're just so clogged. Good. You got some cut eyes, you know, you got the like the, the, Whatever, and they're just standing up like hugging each other. They've just won the Winfield Cup, mate. The best. Mal Meninga's yeah. just, you know, picking up buddy. Who was the other bloke? He does all the betting. Uh, what's his name? Jeez, I'm I'm drawing a blank here. Um, Laurie. Laurie Daly. Laurie Daly. That's right. Yeah, he yeah. is a stud. Yeah, he, yep. was, he was good. Uh, he was real good. All right, Grant. Well, hey, man, we're up against the clock here. I'm going to let you go. This has been a blast, dude. Uh, we've covered a lot. We've got a lot going on as the summer rolls on. Some guests. You got anything, any parting statements? Before I let you get out of here and go enjoy your weekend, what do you got? Uh, mate, I, I guess um, being Memorial Day weekend, just want to say thanks to, uh, you know, all the people out there, all the vets and um, and whatnot, mate. It's, uh, yeah, it's a great – yeah, it's a, it's, it's a great weekend. Uh, we sit and think about uh, everybody that's um, given their lives and, um, yeah, mate, it's, it, it's, it's hard for a lot of people this time of the year. But uh, they'll never be forgotten, and, and we always—it's a great time of the year. I remember, you know, the playing days, being able to put the um, the camo on and and really show all your respect. Yeah. It's it's always a always a great weekend. So uh, thanks to everyone out there that uh, you know, past, present, and and people that are thinking about that as their future. I uh, really appreciate all you guys uh, from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I like that, Grant. I, I I appreciate you saying that, dude. Obviously, we're Australian, but coming over here, mate. And again, you you know, for everything you said, like when we get a chance to meet some of these veterans, they they're always around baseball. I love it. It's awesome. Just to, obviously some of the stuff they've been through, and you and it, it, I was proud to wear those colors too on on this weekend for sure. I'll say that. The other thing is too some of the um you know some of the vets who are still with us as well who are dealing with um you know all the stuff you've dealt with because of everything you've been through we, we really appreciate it 100 uh with everything like that so yeah have a good memorial day stay safe out there grant you got what do you got going for memorial day man um i usually uh it's out on the boat out on the water nice. so uh, nice. we've got a nice weekend um down here actually some beautiful weather it's gonna be 82 sunny no rain <laughs> in sight which has been good and oh. uh I was supposed to be. I was supposed to be on a plane right now. I was supposed to be going to the um, Hall of Fame Classic. Oh yeah, that's right. What happened? Yeah, I, I had to cancel. I'm doing. Um, I'm doing color this weekend. So any Mariner fans, I'll be in the booth. Me and Goldsmith Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Wow. I love being in the booth. I uh, couldn't turn that down, so I had to cancel the trip out. That's yeah, awesome, I'm, mate. Unintentional talk talking about that. I'm not even going. So yeah. Yeah, that's right. I was. I mean, it's news to me just now. This is a uh, flash. Flash, flash news, mate. Yeah, news flash. Yeah, I was news supposed. To, yeah, I, I'm still here talking what to you. Talking so, about? Yeah, it's kind of yeah. it's kind of a bummer. I get to I, obviously I get yeah. to do color and filling. I love doing that, but at the same time, I was going to go out the east coast. I was going to do some Cooperstown. I was going to get MLB Network actually, but uh, all good, 
All good. Yeah. Get out there at some point. But um, yeah, have a really good weekend. Like I said, mates, all our new mates who are jumping on, make sure you go subscribe. Um, tell you tell your mates. Go leave us a review. Apparently that helps. And Grant, I'm going to let you go, mate. All right. Good on you, buddy. Take care. Enjoy your weekend in the booth, yeah. buddy. Hey, go, go listen to Simply the Best. Oh, yeah. Do yourself a favor. With the music video. Ben what you get is a watch yeah. you see. Turner Turner. That's right. <laughs>